Bringing these businesses together shows our strong belief in the complementarity between the SHS and the mini-grid solutions. We are convinced these activities have a huge potential and we want to engage all resources needed to make them successful. We will be able to build upon our achievements and improve our performance so that we can sustain and meet our long-term ambition of impacting 20 million lives across Africa by 2025. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Power for All podcast, a forum for leaders working to end energy poverty. I'm your host, William Brent. Engie, one of the world's largest energy companies, has been a leader in pushing for rural electrification in sub-Saharan Africa and Asia through its acquisitions of household solar companies Phoenix, Mobisol, and Simple Networks, as well as its own mini-grid provider, Power Corner. It has ambitious goals to impact 20 million people by 2025, but also to achieve scale and profitability. To achieve this, the company recently launched NG Energy Access, a new energy unit for Africa that is working to create an integrated business model that can bring together solar home systems, mini grids, and national distribution. In this episode, we are speaking with the first CEO of NG Energy Access, Julien Alexandre Ouar, who has been working in the energy sector for nearly 20 years, most recently contributing to the creation and implementation of NG Impact and as Managing Director of Europe, Middle East, Africa, and India for NG. So, well, thanks for joining us and welcome, Julien. Thank you for the invitation. A pleasure. So NG has been leading for several years now in the off-grid energy space uh, and really was a pioneer among the multinational energy companies working in this sector. I'm just curious, as we mentioned, that uh, you, know, you just became the CEO of this new business, NG uh, Energy Access. And uh, I'm wondering what be- what's behind that new unit? Why create it now? And, and what's the intent uh, with, with that new business? Uh, sure. Um... I'm quite excited to be able to talk about our newly created entity, uh, as you said, NG Energy Access, uh, which is our access to energy platform. Basically, creating this entity is the obvious outcome of the strategic review we conducted. Uh, Let's say on the last three years, we spent working very hard on access to energy matters. The new energy access unit includes the activities of our companies, Phoenix Energy Mobisol on one side, both focusing on solar home system, as well as NG Power Corner focusing on mini grids. Bringing these businesses together shows our strong belief in the complementarity between the SHS and the mini grid solutions. We are convinced these activities have a huge potential and we want to engage all resources needed to make them successful. We will be able to build upon our achievements and improve our performance so that we can sustain and meet our long-term ambition of impacting 20 million lives across Africa by 2025. Today, uh, NG has already built a unique position in the energy access market, bringing a diverse range of products and services to 5 million lives across nine countries. So we recently launched this energy access entity with the aim to leverage our individual strength and capture synergies. We want to be impactful, sizable, and profitable. We will unlock our full potential by one, um, being customer centric, two, materializing commercial synergies, three, reaching operational excellence, and four, scaling up and industrializing our solutions. 
Let's get back to my first point, being customer-centric. Whatever our actions are, we want to deliver an exceptional experience to our end customers. We therefore have switched from a solution-focused approach to a customer-centric model with the objective to offer the least cost and best quality access to energy solution, addressing the customer needs. By combining mini-grids to SHS, we address the needs of our customers, ranging from household and small commercial activities, more the SHS market, to income-generating activities and productive usages, the mini-grid market. My second point, materializing commercial synergies. Phoenix and NG Mobisol offer different but complementary ranges of products in different countries. These represent definitely cross-selling opportunities by making use of existing company structures and sales forces. We want to seize these opportunities in the most effective way. My third point, reaching operational excellence. Phoenix, NG Mobisol and NG Power Corner have vertically integrating operating models. Bringing the three entities together should allow us to capitalize on our strength and remedy any weaknesses. Also, in countries where both mini-grid and SHS activities are present, mutualizing functions, streamlining processes, increase overall operational performance. And my last element now, scaling up and industrializing our solutions. We have today initiated several strategic reviews to accelerate our development while simplifying our offering. To go back to the second part of your question, this consolidation of our activities comes at the right moment. Indeed, it tackles the commoditization of our lower-end SHS market, unlocks the potential of mini-grid for under-the-grid services, and promotes ending energy poverty through integrated solutions. In a nutshell, we provide to our customers seamless services, whatever the technology we use. Thanks, Julian. That's a very comprehensive uh, response. And I'd like to dig in a little bit to the, the discussion around uh, synergies and integrated delivery of energy services. Um, you acquired uh, Phoenix and Mobisol, uh, the solar home system companies. You also have your mini-grid company, uh, Power Corner. What are, what, what are you seeing actually on the ground today uh, in terms of the, the customer demand for those types of, of integrated solutions. Are you combining all of those elements together today in different communities? And, and, and what are you learning and seeing from that? Um, thank you for the question. So um, the question you raise comes up regularly. And most of the time when we face this kind of question, it seems like rhetoric. And I would say that NG Energy Access is a pioneer in implementing the real complementarity existing between these two businesses. Let me just give you my view on those synergies and um, explain how I do see it. To achieve universal electrification, we see three solutions. Solar home system, mini grids, and extension of the national grid. Each of these address a specific market segment. By combining these three options, and even better, I would say, scheduling an intertwined implementation of them all, we should be able to eradicate energy poverty and come to total electrification. If you look at SHS and Minigrid, it's clear that they have uh, different business models. On one side, you have SHS, which is product and retail center, part of a rather mature market. And on the other side, you have the Minigrids, delivering energy services and which are built for the long term with high capex. The mini-grid market is also a young market, which is still defining itself. So what do we do today? We are already implementing SHS and mini-grid in a complementary approach. Very simple. 
we electrify the village center through a mini grid and the outskirts with solar home system. We have currently both mini grid and SHS activities in four countries out of our nine countries. But I would say this is not enough and we plan to develop further proposing an integrated approach to our customers that improve quality of life and enhances productive usages and income generating activities. So there's the element of integrating your own business across the value chain for mini grids and solar home systems. In the four countries where you've started to bring these two together, have you also had interactions with national utilities uh, in those countries? And if so, how do you see that relationship uh, evolving? Um, at the moment, when we have a, a kind of uh, interaction with national grids, etc., it's more when uh, they are involved in the process or they are part of the overall scheme to uh, to develop um, mini grids, let's say, a pipeline. Uh, we have, uh, and it's still preliminary, uh, we have starting partnership with dedicated distribution companies in order to indeed implement this uh, business model faster. But I can't say at this stage that we have a strong and long-lasting uh, partnership uh, with, a, with a distribution company. Good. Okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be very interesting to see uh, how that evolves. Be curious to understand more about that when you're ready to discuss it. Yes. I would be more than happy to come back and to explain to you how it worked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so um, on the question of, you know, expanding beyond home electrification, household electrification, and, and moving into more productive use of energy, improving livelihoods, obviously Africa is still very much an agricultural-based economy. I think it accounts for about... Um, 50% of employment, on average about 15% of GDP at the country level, yet the, the electricity usage by the agriculture sector is very, very small, I think about 2% of the total. I know that NG is working on this, um, and I'm wondering what, what types of, of successes and challenges you've seen so far, and, and do you expect that part of the business to expand in the future? Uh, sure. Thanks for bringing up this topic, William. Uh, I'm very into... Uh... This, this complementarity between decentralized renewable energy and both agriculture and food. And as NG, we indeed think that off-grid power plays a vital role in food productivity. Um, let me explain why. Agriculture and food activities are at the heart of the rural economy. But at the same time, rural communities often struggle in scaling up their agricultural productivity due to either high energy costs or lack of adequate and adapted energy services. And I would say most of the time both. Based on some statistics, if I recall them well, uh, these two reasons combined would lead to wasting one third of the agricultural production in Africa. So our experience at NG is mainly in the following areas. Productive uses through mainly mini grids, but also large SHS products, clean cooking and biogas. Thanks to our mini-grid solutions, we are going beyond the consumptive use of energy and focus on how to use electricity to enable our customer to become more productive. We support economic undertakings that use energy for their uh, operations. The agricultural and food industry in one of our main clients. Through this business, we are unlocking economic potential and growth. We are convinced that sustainable access to energy has the power to catalyze social 
and economic development and promote better educated, healthier, more productive and resilient communities. Currently, we provide over 250 income generating activities, amongst which milling, irrigation, cooking and cooling, drinking water and ice in Uganda, or palm oil production in Benin, uh, for instance. Rural electrification projects also have the potential to increase women's work outside of the home by reducing the amount of time they have to spend on domestic tasks and by lengthening their day, freeing time to be spent on income generation activity. For, uh, for instance, our mini-grid project in Zambia is pilot testing 30 electric pressure cookers confounded by MEX so MEX is the uh, Modern Energy Cooking Services, and assess how this influences the performance of, a, of our mini-grid and impact the dynamics in the village. We strongly support this initiative as we value its positive impact on health, environment, and social interactions within the community. With regard to our SHS products, we believe that when we will roll out our solar business unit with larger capacity, we will be able to power up small and micro enterprises. Thanks to this access to additional electricity, they will be able to run their processing plants and add value on their agricultural products. A good example could be a coffee drying facility. We are also considering partnerships with startups to promote innovative solutions, such as a solar water pump, pay gas, biogas, biodigestion to create biofertilizer. So to conclude on your question, yes, we definitely believe that the introduction of decentralized renewable energy along the agri-food chain can offer a lot of benefits, including increased revenues, improve energy security, and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. We are therefore happy to play a role in the huge challenge for the African continent. Julien, just sort of a little bit uh, more specific on this issue. Uh, there was a report that came out from the IFC, I think it was early this year, last year, which looked at the agricultural value chain uh, and specifically looked at three areas. I think it was irrigation, uh, processing, and cold storage. And what they found was that the you know potential market, the addressable market was, was quite high large i think it was about 11 billion dollars but the serviceable market the, the the market that you can actually execute against today is still a, a small percentage of that and that's mostly because of uh, ability to or inability to pay on the part of uh farming the farming uh, smaller farmers how are you addressing that uh through the work you're doing in zambia and elsewhere i mean are you are you providing initial financing mechanisms to these farmers so that they can afford these these solutions or what's the, what's the uh, approach there a uh, good question and uh, it comes back to the business model of our our activities so um as i was explaining we are involved in two different so the shs on one side and the mini grid on the other side Mini-grid at this stage are still um, uh, difficult to, um, to operate without grants or subsidies. And indeed, when we, when we uh, manage to get those grants of subsidies, this allows to reduce the, the tariff of electricity and hence to, um, to remove this barrier for the uh, agricultural um, let's say market to be able to, uh, to buy the electricity. On the SHS side, um, the, the business model is quite well known. Uh, it's indeed a loan and own. So um, if, if you want to take it, as you said, it's like you would lend money 
in order for your customers to be able to afford uh, your service first, and then they will get um, the product after uh, the loan has been uh, completed. Mm -hmm. And so you, you mentioned earlier a couple of things. Number one, with the new business that NG would be putting the, the necessary resources behind it, and that one of your goals was, was profitability. I mean, is sort of combining the, the question of subsidy or demand size subsidy uh, and you know, resources and profitability. How does NG look at that? Are you, are the resources that you're willing to put behind these businesses, does it include demand side subsidy? If, and, you know, with a subsidy driven market or at least partially driven by subsidy, how does a, a company like NG or any company for that matter in this sector get to profitability? Let me take it in a different angle. But uh, what I can explain is that going forward, uh, we have to demonstrate that we run a sustainable and genuine business model, um, which means that this will be possible thanks to the different action I have described earlier. If you remember, customer centricity, synergies, uh, scale up and operational excellence. So to answer your question, definitely uh, NG Energy Access is to become a profit center and uh, it will maintain a win-win relationship with its end customer continuously improving services and reducing access to energy cost. It must be a kind of balance. Um, it's a business where uh, we, we, we give access uh, to electricity to, to people who, who can't at the moment. And at the same time, we run a company. And in order to, to be able to run this company, this balance must be uh, maintained. So NG is committed to bring a solid unified team, uh, the financial means, and the network of partners to make up this venture a success. Great. So one last question. I mean, I, there's there's a million questions that I have, and I, I guess we'll have to have a, a follow-on conversation at some point um, just to, to get, dig in a little bit deeper. But one last question I have is, you know, I think generally speaking, the energy access issue uh, has largely been seen as a rural electrification issue. Yet in Sub-Saharan Africa, we, we've seen that many small, medium-sized cities, uh, peri-urban areas, are also lack access to reliable, affordable electricity. So with this new business uh, entity that's been created, are you looking at the non-rural uh, environments as a business opportunity as well, or are you still focused primarily on rural? Uh, that's a good question, and and you're right. Uh, decentralized energy is most of the time associated with a rural environment, but within NG Energy Access, we do see possibilities in urban environments as well. Basically, to increase the reliability of the national grid, we are looking at collaborating with distribution com companies, as I said earlier, with the mini grid business as a backup for the main grid. And this could increase the reliability rate to what we think up to 98%. So within the next, let's say, year or one to two years, we indeed see us piloting this under the grid concept in collaboration with an incumbent distribution company under partnership agreements. So typically, we see an opportunity to fulfill two complementary roles. One, a responsibility for grid supply, and two, a responsibility to provide backup power, voltage control services, or standalone service to customers. Partnerships of this sort are already emerging in sub-Saharan Africa and India as well. You can look at the pilot project of Conexa in Nigeria. As we are busy in both mini-grid and SHS, so for the SHS business, 
our existing product portfolio range from, let's say, 10 watt to 120 watt and are therefore uh, suitable for rural uh, households and businesses. However, our 200 watt product range can be used as a backup solution to run dedicated appliances in the urban household. They are available through our own sales channel or via our B2B partners. So with regard to our upcoming higher capacity products, they will be used for either urban households as backup solution or small and micro enterprises. And just just one last follow-up there. I mean, given that you have a, a strategy around this new business entity, NG Energy Access, is there a clear sense at this point about what percentage of revenue will come from the rural side of the business or the more urban, peri-urban side of the business? Do you have a, a sense of how that will work out? Good question, but I don't have a, a, dedicated, a dedicated answer to that yet. What I can say is that our anchor at this stage is uh, mainly rural electrification. And along the, the different axes that I mentioned earlier, we want to uh, simplify and also be more performant and, uh, and save, serve our customer better in our, let's say, core area or core zones, uh, geography first. And then we will, we will look at expanding potentially in, in uh, urban Area. Great. And uh, Julien, where, where can people find out more information about uh, NG Energy Access? Uh, they can go our, on our current website, uh, ng-africa.com, and they will have uh, corporate information about our entity. They can also follow us on LinkedIn. Um, as I explained earlier, uh, NG Energy Access is the combination of three different companies, and we are in the process of aggregating the, the websites as well. So uh, by early 2021, there will be a brand new um, website with all the information aggregated at the same place. Fantastic. All right, Julian. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we'll be following uh, your progress closely and look forward to speaking again soon. Uh, thank you very much, William, as well, uh, for giving us the opportunity to contribute to this great initiative. Uh, I would say that thanks to your platform, there is a growing population of stakeholders convinced that decentralized power solutions are in many different ways game changers. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everyone, for listening. A reminder that you can find a wealth of sector news, analysis, and data on our website, powerforall.org, and our platform for energy access knowledge, which we call PEAK, P-E-A-K. You can also sign up for our monthly newsletter and other updates. And if you feel like making a tax-deductible contribution to Power for All, you can do so from our homepage. Speak with you soon on the next episode of Power for All.